Hi, this is Jeff Lynn. I just wanted to wish you a happy new year. This is Face the Music, a Jeff Lynn's Electric Light Orchestra song by song podcast. Episode 182 The Sun Will Shine on You. You got to turn from the darkness and go through it all. Just remember that it's alright, it's alright to be true. And the sun will shine on you You got to try to remember The promises you made What's that song all about? The Sun Will Shine On You is the fifth track on Alone in the Universe. In the November 13th, 2015 issue of The Sun, Jeff Lynn said, That was about my two daughters trying to get them up when they're down. I had a divorce and it was a depressing time for them. I'm saying, one day, the sun will shine on you if you just do what you've got to do. Just face up to it and try to get over it. On November 29th, 2015, Jeff said, The sun will shine on you is actually a song I wrote for somebody who was having trouble. You know, big trouble. Personal trouble. And I wrote it to make them feel better. Actually, to make them feel that they weren't alone in the universe. And that's what it's about. I'm just trying to cheer them up, get them in a better place. And I think it works because it actually makes me feel better as well. John Lewis wrote in the December 2015 issue of Uncut, Best of all is the lovely, woozy, The Sun Will Shine On You, where Lynn's voice, the bear-like baritone, and the crystalline falsetto harmonies combine to create the finest ballad since Telephone Line. In the November 16, 2015 issue of Zumic, Zach Lavender wrote, The atmospheric orchestration in the opening of The Sun Will Shine On You is refreshing. But the track is ultimately ruined by the lame, quasi-country composition within. Not so daring for such a talented visionary of post-Beatles pop. Every cloud has a silver lining. It's always darkest just before the dawn. Pennies from heaven. All that sentimental malarkey is true. I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsenson. We have a song here that has the message, is one that's been heard often. I think it was best summed up by a great philosopher. You have to go through hell before you get to heaven. So far, we've had one song that I really like. There's been two songs I don't really care to hear ever again. Last week's was okay. And this week's song is one I like. I actually liked this song. I thought that opening was straight up stone cold, dreamy, eyes rolling in the back of my head, Jeff Lynne. I loved that. It's a little too slow in the verses for me, but then it picked up when it hit the chorus. Foolish notions try to get you no matter what you do. And I loved this. I don't know how he makes that sound, 
but I thought that was great. I loved it. It does have Jeff Lynne's pretty boring, predictable drumming, but I think for this song, it fits. I can't really see Bev Bevan's big drum smashes going with the mood of this song. So I liked it. I actually liked it a lot. I will be adding this to a playlist, and whenever it comes up, I'll be like, oh, I will enjoy listening to it. Well, I agree with you about the beginning. I really like the beginning, how it built up and everything, and he was doing his best Paul McCartney-type voice for it. And then the usual sound just came in. I really, really tried hard. I was thinking... I should really pay attention to this. We just got a comment, which you'll see in the Zoom... Well, which you probably saw in a Zoom cast <laughs> months ago. Yeah. But <laughs> from uh, a uh, fan of the podcast talking about, well, here we go into these songs, and we know how these guys are going to feel. So I was thinking, well, we really need to do more than just talk about the same old thing, podcast after podcast. Yeah. yeah. Even if Jeff Lynne does the same old thing <laughs> album after album right now. So I was thinking, okay, I'm going to just sit down, critically listen to this, try to have an open mind about it, and just see if it is something that I enjoy. Well, the beginning I did enjoy. There's a few wizards here and there that I like. There's a couple little guitar fills he throws in that echo the words of the song. For your own. He does do a little bit more with this rather than just plot along, but unfortunately, once it gets past the opening, I just. It's really hard for me to continue to follow it. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> You had your eyes rolling back in your head. Well, my eyes just started drooping <laughs> after about half the song. If he would have kept the whole thing kind of on that dreamy, spacey type of feeling, I could put up with that for three or four minutes. <laughs> it would have been really good. As it is, once again, the song slipped from my head for the most part. <laughs> minutes after listening to it, and the song that is coming to my head is a very unknown Moody Blues song called Lean On Me Tonight, which was released in the mid-90s, and parts of it sound pretty similar to this. Cause tonight I'm gonna take you where I've never taken you before. And of course, as you can tell, it's another uplifting song of everybody will be there for you and everything's going to be happiness and roses and, uh, hmm. but I like the message. Yeah. I'm not that cynical to hate the message, <laughs> but I just wish that the beginning carried on more into the rest of the song. Hmm. Kind of. I really did like that. It went on for, I don't know. 30 seconds, 20 seconds. I don't know if it's something that I would want to overstay its welcome as far as the opening goes. I, you know, maybe I wouldn't mind hearing it a little bit more later on. Something else I really like about the song 
is the moodiness of it. I think musically, it captures depression and when you're trying to pull yourself out of it. I know the message of the song is supposed to be like, don't worry about it, things will be good again and everything will be great. Don't be a sad Eric, be a happy Eric. I hate those kind of songs that are supposed to give you some sort of life lesson about getting through depression. Depression isn't perky. I know, I went through it for 11 years. I get it. Throughout the whole song, it kind of keeps that same mood where it's gloomy. Even the chorus where it picks up a little bit, where it's like, things are tough, but someday the sun will shine again. But it still maintains the moodiness. And that's kind of like depression. You're trying to think happy thoughts to pull yourself out of it so you don't get so deep into it that you literally never come back. But even when you got the happy thoughts trying to beat it back, you're still pretty depressed. It's not like you're thinking, well, someday it'll end. Ah, there we go. That was it. That was the switch that I needed flipped. Now my life is sunshine and lollipops. No, the depression is still there even when you're trying to think of things to undo the depression. So I like that about it. It's not like in those years when I was depressed because I couldn't, I, I, I could not get a date or a girlfriend to save my life. I thought the verses in I'm a Believer, yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, you got it right, Neil Diamond. I thought love was only true in fairy tales And for someone else, but not for me What's the use in trying? When all you get is pain When I needed sunshine, I got rain but then it goes into the chorus. Oh, I saw her face. I'm a believer. Sunshine, everything's great. It's like, no, you lost me there. It's more like, I saw her face. She's not interested in my face. Nobody's ever interested in my face. What's the point? I'll just go home and play with my loaded revolver. Which he did not have one, so don't <laughs> worry. Yeah, well, obviously, because I'm still he here. He squeals if he sees a gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would have found another way to do myself in um, if I was going to. So that's what I like about the song. Even the parts of the song where it's like, just wait it out, it's going to get better. It doesn't like suddenly shift gears into something that's all happy and perky and la la and clap, 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 clap. So I think that's a, another part of the song that won me over. Yeah, it's not that bad. It's just, I was hoping for more because I'm looking at it back on when the night comes and maybe I was a little bit too harsh <laughs> on that one because it actually isn't that bad of a pop song. Mm hmm. So I was thinking, well, yeah, maybe I should give this one a little bit more of a try. You are falling into the Jeff Lynne trap. It's the same thing that I had with Zoom and what I've been hearing from others. They listen to the album. <sighs> There's a song or two that does kind of stick in their head, so they listen to it again. And then they wind up listening to the rest of the album. And they kind of like certain songs sound kind of like, you know, maybe that one wasn't so bad. Yeah, now I'm liking that one a little bit more. I'm liking that one a little bit more. So I don't know if that's uh, part of the weird secret magic of Jeff Lynn that these last few albums... <sighs> but, you know, maybe that song wasn't so bad. True. Well, don't worry. The sun is going to shine on you at some point. It'll be in Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. It'll be in July. It'll be 115 degrees. It'll be 125 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> That's when the sun will shine on you. Yeah. Dry or wet, the sun will yeah. suck the life out of you. 
Yeah, believe it or not, there are some people in this world when you hear sunshine metaphors, that's one of the things that scares us the most because I hear about people talking about the sun kissing their skin. <laughs> I have never had the sun kiss my skin. I've had the sun wait around for me behind a building <laughs> with its friends, mm -hmm. just sitting there waiting to get its revenge for something I did. One thing I do need to say about the song, he missed an opportunity to include one of my favorite instruments. I know it's an instrument a lot of people hate. <laughs> the banjo. See, that would have been good. I, I actually like the banjo. Yeah, those parts where it's going... Did it, did it, did it. Yeah. It needed a banjo. That would have been a really nice That touch. banjo had been in there, not doing bluegrass picking, mm -hmm. but more Irish picking mm -hmm. on it. That would have really done something. That would have probably put the song to where I'm going, hey, this has really got my attention. And that is one thing that did get me is I'm sitting there going, this really needs a banjo here. <laughs> does not need a jug. Does not need a washboard. <laughs> Definitely does not need an accordion. Yeah. Well, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be generous on the accordion. Mm -hmm. But just a one instrument in there that felt like it belonged. And that could have put this over the top for me. That would have been really great to hear. Oh, well. Maybe you can uh, ask Steve Martin, can you add some banjo to this? I'm sure somebody who listens plays the banjo, so help us out and add some banjo to this. Maybe Mike Hudson, he's a big musician. Mike, we need the banjo. <laughs> and this is not one of those cases where I'm afraid of hearing it, because that's the forest. That's where I get concerned. Yeah... Got something to say about the sun will shine on you? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375 Call now Where the sun will shine well, good well, everybody. It's me, that Donna guy behind that Xanadu thing. And guess what? I get to review the sun will shine on you. Hey! On my old office job, all the cubicles were covered with motivational posters like wallpaper. Especially the crappy, cheesy ones like Find What You Love and Let It Kill You, and it was loudly credited to Charles Bukowski. The sun will shine on you, may lean closer to the new age than, say, a Viking with a chainsaw loaded on cocaine singing See You in Hell, but this track is certainly the bright spot in the album, or at least one of the very few bright spots on the album. The lyrics offer nothing new to the genre, but the delivery is quite sincere and you can hear it in Jeff's vocals. And it offers just the right amount of motion without the overkill that most other singers are tempted to shove down your throat. Another plus is the soundscape in the background. Again, I strongly suspect provided by Tandy to the point that if it wasn't for the splatting drums this would be no different from any other uh, tracks from Discovery, much less an outtake from those sessions. A smoothing repose from what hell that has happened and what hell it is to come. By the way, the uh, Bukowski quote I mentioned, it was really made by Kinky Friedman. 
I'm surprised anybody in that office didn't have their cirrhosis hardened kidneys jump up through their throats and choke them to death. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I'm in the middle. It was okay. So... Taste the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode 183, Ain't It a Drag. Don't be a sad Eric. Be a happy Eric.